right, so as it stands right now, today's the 4th of August, and there has been 30 people murdered by guns, 49 people injured by guns in the span of 15 hours. We have a lot of things to be thankful for, a lot of things we should definitely attribute our well-being towards, but if you still think that guns aren't the issue, come on. <laughs> come on. No, seriously. Come on. Like, for real? You got you got a better plan? Alright, so first and foremost, my condolence to the people. Like, I, I used to work in El Paso out of uh, STA, like as a donor coordinator. I used to do transplants out there. Like, I know that that hospital, I know the people who work in that hospital, I know the people that are currently trying to save those 29 people from dying, and I know that, like, there's maybe at least 17 private jets flying out to El Paso in the next, in the next two to six days for organ transplants because people didn't make it. And I know how terrifying that must be. But let's let's just jump into a certain specific thing that you need to know about Patrick. And that's the name of the shooter. And this is his picture. And people are like, don't show his picture. Go fuck yourself, first and foremost. Because whenever Pookie and what's his name, rob a bank, we put his face all over the all over the place. Oh, Pookie got arrested for drug possession. Let's put him on the front cover of the news. But it's a white gun slinging shooter. Oh, we have no problem. Hide him because he because, you know, if he's, if he's white, it's all right. It is we we have to stop protecting these people. We have to stop doing things that make these people feel comfortable. I could be shot just for being black. These people are mowing people down. And the guy in Daytona didn't make it. The officer shot him, but he was a white guy. And it was only after you killed ten people, nine people. It's it's becoming a Becoming a painful thing, and I'm, I'm going to talk about that more in depth, but the thing that's really interesting about the El Paso case, there there were two things that shot out to me. One, the significance of the timing and where Patrick is from. from. Patrick is originally from Dallas. This could have happened in Dallas. All my Dallas friends, I lived in Dallas. This is closer to home than, to me, even though I'm in a whole other country time zone. The fact that people think that this can't happen to them is mind-numbing to me. Your city is next. At the rate that we're going, your city will be next. Patrick drove five hours, it did a surplus of seven hours, to go exact his revenge at the border. And El Paso is right there on the border. You can throw a rock into New, into Mexico from El Paso. So, like, his intentions were clear. And you can't, you cannot sit here and tell me that the president has nothing to do with it. He is a white nationalist. He does support white nationalist behavior. It is his base. The people you see at his rallies are not good people. 
Patrick knew that August 4th, which is widely known as back-to-school sales, tax-free Saturday, these were shoppers innately going to shop to get ready for the school year. And if you're a kid in high school or college right now, God have mercy on you. Good luck this year. You got kids going to school this year? Hug them. Kiss them before you let them leave the house. Let them know how much you love them. Did you go out and buy a bulletproof backpack? Because they're on sale. You better get your shit together if you have loved ones out there. Because your decision, your inaction, is a statement and a reflection of what you really care about. This dude went to a store that people were specifically shopping for the future to snuff them out. A place that he knew there would be a significant increase in children, parents. Like, of all the things, why attack them? Innocence. And now, like, if you have, how do you even, how do you, how do you even go back to that life? If you survived a mass shooting, how do you go back to that life? You have to move and leave this, leave the area. Because every time you go to a Walmart, and it's and it's just baffling to me because Walmart underpays their employees, but they will have someone chase you into the fucking parking lot for taking a ten dollar item. They'll have police rush that front door to arrest you for shoplifting, but they can't pay to have armed security in front of their stores. Walmart, you better like everyone in that Walmart should sue them for sure. All those cameras. All those things like they the, the, the fact is that this dude made a decision to come out here and attack them on a day that he knew that it'd be a soft target and a lot of people mass casualty. But even even speaking further on the decisions and the things they made, there was actually a child that found that there was a kid that ran in seven minutes before this guy walked in as the kid saw this person. It was a teenager, I believe. Who saw this person in his backseat loading up guns and preparing himself to arm to bear for arms like he saw him preparing to go into this store and shoot people. The kid went in there and could get no one's attention. No one would pay attention to him like that kid is not like I can't imagine how scarred that kid is now that he tried to save someone and no one paid attention to him. The manifesto of this kid, Patrick, is disturbing. And he says weird. He tries to make nonchalant, uh, distracting statements like, oh, I wasn't a racist. I was I was always racist and felt this way before I, um, I met Trump. But you've been tweeting about Trump since the day he was president. He tweet he retweets everything Trump says. He follows white nationalists. And, you know, the FBI director has recently come out and said that, you know, white men are our national are, are the most dangerous threat in America. They're a terrorist organization. But, you know, that's not enough. He he said that statement and you would have probably heard about it if we weren't busy worrying about if Donald Trump is racist. Short story, he is. Long story, he still is. Like, why are we? bothering ourselves with the rhetoric like 24-hour news coverage about tweets from the president if he's racist or not yeah 
No shit, Sherlock. And that's, we did that. We got to own that. Like, there have been more mass shootings in this country in combined in one, in not even, what, what month is this? This is August. Eight months that there has been in 40 years of five other combined countries. Look it up. There has to be, like there has to be a better way. And then in Dayton, Saturday night, 1 a.m., like bars close at 2 a.m. Like, what, why? I just want to add a little addition here. At the Daytona, uh, this white supremacist not only came to an affluent place in Daytona, he picked the black part of the community to attack. He, out of the nine victims, he shot um, seven of them were black. And this isn't confirmed, but it's suspected that the reason why he went to this private location, because one of the victims was his sister and his sister was dating a black guy. But remember, this is about mental health, not the color of their skin. This man went out there and shot him because there is no there is no answer for sickness like this. And I'm, and I'm starting to think like people think like, oh, racism is a sickness. No, it's not a sickness. It's a decision. It's a decision. Your brain isn't automatically switched on and off. You can see like when look at the rally where Trump was talking about send her back. Those people send her back. There's a moment. In the bottom right corner, there's a little girl. If I can find the video, I'll put it in. Where she starts to, she, you can tell this is how she learns about racism. You can see it in her face. We, we can't ignore these things anymore. We can't ignore them anymore. We got to start punching racism in the face. Racism in the face. Like Black Panther got to punch racism in the face. Like we, we, we televise how we want to be perceived. We talk about how we want to be viewed by the public and how we have these values and we're so virtuistic and we, we want to be better, but we don't really believe that. I don't, I, they're, they're looking for answers, questions, determining factors about what this person was doing, how this person got there. Is it strange that we have a list about terrorist activity in this country and there are more brown and black people on the list than there are white people? Statistically speaking, that is impossible. That should be impossible because well, black people are only 18% of the whole entire population. Mexican 23, white overbearing 40%. What the fuck is going on? Like, I know what's going on, but it's like, what? What can I do? And, and let's talk about that a little bit. What can you do? Hmm? You you love your gun so much. Like if you have a gun and you've honestly been attacked and that gun has saved your life, write it in the comment section. Make up your your falsehood story. You know, the superhero genre has done one thing and it's made people believe that they actually live eventful lives. Your life is boring. There's nothing exciting about it. Whatever you've done, someone's done it before you unless you've cured cancer. Congratulations. It's not significant otherwise. I take that back. Maybe. But like having a gun, I, I've lived 30 years of my life and I've never needed a gun and I've been shot at twice.
What's your excuse? Like, what makes you so cool? Why is it we are having a difficult time? Like, there was one massive shooting in New Zealand that took 10 people's lives, 10 plus people's lives. They banned all guns. Australia had their guns taken back in the 70s. Not a problem. No mass shootings. You can't, like anyone that sits here and argues with you, guns aren't the issue. They're idiots. They're just, they're, you, they're not worth arguing with. Because if I told you, oh, these are, like, they'll make up the most absurd excuses. Yeah, well, people are running people over with cars. Yeah. Great, great argument, asshole. Oh, what about knives? There's a big knifing issue in, in, in London. Yeah, with a knife, you can't kill 30 people in one minute. With an assault rifle, 36 rounds? Like, like fish in a barrel. It's not something that can be equivocated. Root calls, like just, uh, and, and just, uh, this is a basic science assessment. Root cause analysis. What is the root issue? What is causing the fundamental issue in your circle of life? People are being shot by guns. All right. People are dying. People have guns. Could you take people? If, if you remove any of the factors, which one would solve the issue that you're having? Removing people or removing guns? You can't remove people. So you have to remove the guns. There's no amount of like debating and like this and the and the politicians will never submit to this. Did you know? Did you know that the NC NCAAP or NCAAP or whatever is called the and then the ACLU and all of them. Those are like um like those are like civil civil rights protection groups like they look out for the little man when the government is acting up do you know that they raise money and they have to raise their own money to like kind of fight for the little man which is like cool and all but do you know who gets the most money in that group of civil rights the nra the nra raises the most money for civil rights in america a gun toting Affluent, disconnected group of people making blood money off of your back and paying our tax, like paying our politicians, specifically the right wing, to ignore gun regulations, to make it easier for every person to own a gun. There are there's eight in Texas. Like the arguments are going out of the window. If if everyone had a gun, if everyone had a gun, no, everyone would be safe. Shut up, you you idiot. If everyone had a if everyone had a million dollars, there'd be no janitors. Like that's not a solution, you idiot. You can't sit here and tell me that Texas wasn't. The most protected place to do this. Like, every, there, there's eight guns to one person in Texas right now. You only have two fucking hands. There's eight guns to every one person in Texas. So that was the most, like, there are more guns in America, citizens control, than there are in our military. We are over 
completely prepared and no one is prepared. And let's get some facts in. Officers were getting to the scene of these crimes. There were officers in Dayton who were stationed on patrol. He still managed to kill nine people in 30 seconds. In the span of four minutes, homeboy killed 10, 20 people. Police arrived on scene within a minute. It took them two minutes to get into the building. One minute to locate him at the back of the store. Even, even all the talk about police are here to protect you. No, are they? Can they? Uh, not are they, but can they? And the easiest way to do is take away the gun. Oh, but what if, but on, then if we take guns away, only bad people will have guns. Even if the good people have guns, they can't do shit. You're not outgunning someone with the MSAR 10. What? Your handgun ain't going to do shit to that dude. And if you're walking around with a rifle, you're probably a target now. Like, we have to come to a consensus that we just need to do something. I don't really care what it is at this point. You know, people are like, well, you know, but the, the times will change. They're coming because you either live in fear and survive in the comfort of your own home and your own security and you got your maxed up and everything, or you risk going out and, and trying to enjoy the public. And and this speaks more to who I am as a person. I don't go out in public, like unless I have a reason to. Some of the most anxious times of my life are going out on dates because I'm not prepared for anything. I like knowing where I'm going. I like going to places I know where there's a physical barrier between me and violence. That's not something you can do anymore. Because even in places where there's security, like, and this is crazy because it's not up until this moment. I didn't, it didn't even dawn on me that there was also a shooting in California where we had, what, six people die, a six-year-old die, 18-year-old. He, he snuck into a garlic festival. One, garlic's fucked, like, garlic food is amazing. Just be happy, you idiot. Like, he snuck in to that establishment because there were metal detectors at the front end. But the, like there wasn't enough patrol. There wasn't there's never going to be enough when it's your turn. And I need you to realize that you got loved ones, man. You can't sit here and be naive anymore. Like some of the people who talk about these. Oh, I got to protect my arm. You have to realize now that this is becoming a bigger issue than you. And no matter how how protective you are of the situation until you remove we have scientific proof and we have 20 years of experience of what like i can't get that we're a country that will force people to get vaccinated but we won't take away the drug the most dangerous weapon in the world like we're a country that it dawned on us that oh smoking is bad and it's so bad that secondhand smoking is killing people so we're going to just increase the prices of cigarettes until people stop smoking but we refuse to outlaw it because, oh, we're getting paid, though. We're getting paid. Greed is killing our country. And it's probably the biggest. It, it used to be to me like people kind of ignore greed on the scale of sin. I now think greed is the most most devastating sin because it leads to more. People will kill for 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 and for greed for more. But, you know, I really want to know you guys. You, you beautiful people who are still alive. I want to know your opinion. Like, what's it going to take? Who has to die? 
for us to change some of these laws, some of these rules? What has to happen in order for us to change our gun laws? Um, I really want to know about this. This is probably going to be the first one on the docket for you guys. But, you know, man, hug, hug your loved one. Kiss them. Let them know. Tell them. Don't be that. Oh, I don't. I don't use the L word. No, say you lesbian them. Okay? Because they need to know. They need to know because at any given moment, they can be taken from you. Dayton, Ohio, El Paso, Texas, anywhere. It's, it's no longer an anomaly. This is a day-to-day occurrence. Congress can be put back into session tomorrow and they can vote on just basic common sense gun law that if you have a gun, you need to have a license for it. You need to have a registered license to say that you can hold a gun and it's mandatory. You need to you need to register your weapon and give everyone six months to go do it. Some of the presidential candidates on the Democratic side are way more left on this. Cory Booker. Buyback. My personal opinion. What do you need a gun for when you got these? Hmm? It's tough. But I love you guys. Take care. I'll see you again. Should be trying to get this fucking started.